When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 301, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, when your branding represents who you really are, you will genuinely attract the people you are meant to serve. Now, joining me on today's show is Natalie Arendt. Natalie, she is a brand and a website designer, and she helps Christian women in business brand their identity or bring their brand identity and their vision to life so that they can show up online with confidence and genuinely attract the people that they are meant to serve. Now, on today's show, she is going to share keep surrendering control because God has got it under control. She's also going to talk about how God has equipped you through your gifts, your personality and your life experiences for what he has called you to do, as well as the importance of getting specific about who you are called to serve, which of course we know is your ideal clients. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Very excited that you are here sharing a topic that I particularly love, brand and and bringing that message to life. But first, before we dive into that, share a little bit, Natalie, about your journey to entrepreneurship. Yeah. So um, it's funny because my journey to entrepreneurship is not something I ever would have expected. I actually remember thinking um, back in high school when I had a lot of friends taking business classes like, man, I would never want to have my own business. That just seems like so much work. (laughs) And here I am and I love it. So it was just kind of, um, you know, obviously God kind of led me here. Um, It was, it was kind of, I was like at a crossroads. I was in school and could kind of um, ditch my creative side because I thought that that was just unrealistic Mm. um, and that design wasn't going to make me any money. And then I found myself very burnt out in what I was doing in school. Um, and I just kind of started getting back into, you know, graphic design and web design. Um, and I didn't intend to get back into that, to start a business. It just kind of turned into that. So So what happened that took you from, uh, obviously it was something that you were gifted in. And isn't it interesting that, uh, for some people who, when they think about brand and, and website design, that burns them out. So, and, but for you, it's a gifting, it's a strength. And for you, it just lights you up and you're just so brilliant at doing that. But what was it? Was it an event that happened that had you go, well, hang on a minute, maybe I can create a business. So what was that for you? Yeah, I mean, it really was like I 
I was going to school for nutrition and it was something that I was very, very passionate about. Um, you know, I had my daughter, she is four and a half now. And so having my daughter and becoming a mom, I just kind of got more serious about my health. And so I went to school for that, being very passionate about it. Yeah. Um, but I also realized once I had um, started to turn more towards like graphic design and web design, that there was kind of in the back of my mind, like me going to school for nutrition was part of it was me wanting that control of, I think this career is going to make me, you know, mm. a decent amount of money. And I think, you know, I'll be able to make this work. And I think this is what I should do. And um, I mean, at that point, I was very, I was new in my faith, but I also was like very com um, compartmentalized in my mm. faith. Mm. Like it was not something that I even thought to consult God on. Like, yeah. Should I I rushed ahead and then and hang on this. a minute have I actually brought this <laughs> before yeah. the Lord is this yeah it's interesting can I just ask you we're going to talk about um you know specific uh clients and who we are called to serve can I just ask mm -hmm. is one of the areas that you might um work w uh, within as well for graphic design and and, uh, and obviously web design uh, with the people who are working in in Christian businesses but in the health and wellness industry by any chance I mean, I do like I have had, you know, clients who are like health coaches, like yes. Christian health coaches and stuff. Yeah. Because um, that is something I'm still very Quite passionate or have passionate an interest. About. Yeah. 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 Interesting. It just got to the point where I realized that I wanted like, you know, the common thread. I wanted it to be able to share my faith. And yeah, stuff, so. that's great. That's yeah. great. Let's talk about surrendering control because God's got it under control. We all know that. Yet surrendering control can often be harder than it is easy to say, but harder to do. Yes. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so share some insights. What are some of the things that you've learned? Maybe there's some Bible verses that you often turn to. Love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, well, I, I really do feel like the first thing that um, was me letting go of control was mm. kind of moving in this direction because. Um, it was letting go of being at the top of my class in my mm. nutrition program and, um, you know, having a lot of potential and, um, you know, just kind of letting go of that. But then even when I went into business, um, I kind of plowed ahead. Like I knew that God was calling me in this direction mm. and, um, I really did just plow ahead and I didn't, um, didn't consult him with many of the details. Um, and I will share a little bit about that when I talk about like, you know, ideal clients and who you're called to work with. Mm. Um, but even like, you know, so I've been doing this for about a year now yeah. in my business and it has been a total, um, just, I guess, game changer, like of just letting, learning to let go of control because business is not something like it's very, it's not linear. No, uh, especially boxing, when you're doing, you know, it's just, yeah. yeah. And then you think yeah, you've got it under then, control and something happens and you think, oh, this again. <laughs> oh, totally. Exactly. And that is uh, very much like not what I was used to. And I never used to think that I was, you know, a controlling person, but yeah. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone kind of leans toward that. Like, you know, we like to feel like yes. things are steady. And, and that is also my personality too, is very, um, 
like on the Enneagram and the disc, like different, I'm always like stability and like peace. Like I like everything (laughs) happy and peaceful. And so, um, you know, it's just been, it's just been such a journey of learning to let God have the control. Yeah. One of the things that uh, you just spoke into, and I'm glad you did because I was going to make some reference to it. Just something that I was reminded of this morning is that each of us has been created differently. Some of us do like more stability, others love challenges. And I think when we're talking around the topic of surrendering control, I mean, there obviously there's there's environments in which we do our best work. And that's just the way that the Lord has created us. Uh, and for me, I know, have you ever done the, um, the Colby A? That that um, identifies your cognitive um, characteristics, and for me, I'm very much a quick start. So you know the stability and and uh, the follow through. For me, I'm relatively low. I love challenges. Give me a new project or creative and something like that. I I just you know click into action. So when things start to you know get more um, humdrum, that's when I can can often cause distractions myself. The reason I'm bringing this up is that sometimes we need to spend a little bit more time in gaining that self-awareness so that we know what how do I do my best work for you having that stability if things feel too much out of control it almost has you recall back and that's what it's like for all of us then we're not working to our strengths so how did you learn more around that self-awareness were there things that you did um, to identify like disc you spoke about disc is that something that that you've gone and, and did or what what was that for you yeah, um, DISC was actually, funnily enough, I had to take one business class um, when I was still um, doing my nutrition degree. Yeah. And so I had to, to had to take that. So when I started my business, I could go back and look at it. Um, but I mean, just getting like immersed in the, the online space of entrepreneurs really um, yeah. kind of opened my eyes to all the personal development stuff. Yeah. So I kind of just, I mean... I spent a little too much time kind of absorbing information, but it really did open my eyes um, to that. And then, I mean, I think the biggest thing though was um, just the way that being in business really drew me closer to God because Mm. um, obviously that's a huge, you know, personal growth, faith growth. Like um, I feel like that was the biggest thing. And then I did reference the Enneagram too. That's something that, um, was more recent, probably in the last six months or so. Mm. Um, Cause I have a close friend who is a life coach from my church and she uses the Enneagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that yeah. was that, and I think that you, has been the most helpful for me. Yeah, I think yeah. using those tools, obviously, in in definitely combination with prayer, and because you know, seek first the kingdom, and and he'll reveal those things. But I think it's helpful to know what situations could trigger you. So, for instance, you know, for those people who do like to have things under control and planned, being in situations where things feel out of control. Well, what can we do to 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 implement some systems that you can feel um, that you're not out of control so we can I you know often will often use that as a guide to what's happening that 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 is not allowing me to be in my strengths which is fabulous but of course we know that with the Lord often when we are, are comfortable 
that's when often something will happen that especially if we're comfortable outside of what he you know what he knows to be true so if we're seeking comfort outside of the lord it's kind of like well i'm going to send some discomfort your way i I remember saying a prayer this morning and and i walked into the kitchen i had this weird look on my face and i i'll disclose it because you know maybe this is something that others it's like oh you pray for something and then you go but lord don't be sending me any negative things my way you know kind of thing because often you realize when you pray for certain things there's going to be some lessons within that but um yeah that's just something that happened this morning let's talk about equipping us with our gifts and personality and life experiences and what he's called you to do we've started to talk about that when we realize different characteristics and so forth but once Mm -hmm. you've now started to 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 uh, again spend more time with him of course and recognizing where your gifts and strengths are you then of course transitioned into now the creative aspects what sort of things have you noticed maybe some um things that you hadn't before now that you've surrendered that control and started focusing more on on the area and journey that god really had destined you to walk yeah i mean the biggest light bulb moment that I even had was when I, when it really clicked for me that like God really is preparing you like throughout your life for what he's calling you to do. Because I just remember feeling um, so unqualified or self-conscious or whatever you want to call it around Mm -hmm. like, but I don't have a degree in graphic design. Like, I mean, I could have gone and done that. Mm -hmm. um, But I had to really uh, take, a step back and really like kind of take inventory of the ways that he had equipped me mm-hmm. because of course um there's that thing that i'm sure everyone's heard of how i'm trying to remember it now how um god equips the calls ah um, yes or doesn't he doesn't call the equipped, equipped he equips, he equips the call yes yeah and yeah. um and when that really clicked for me like i went back and i looked you know like okay like how how am I prepared for this? Because I feel like what, like I can't go and do graphic design. I don't have, you know, Mm. I don't know what I'm doing, but then I really did realize like I was always very, um, I always wanted to do art of some sort. I danced, I played instruments. I, um, I did like college level visual arts, which like I really had already that, um, Mm. that like design foundation knowledge, which is a huge piece of what you learn in school. Yes. Um, and of course, being self-taught in something is huge. Yes. I know there's a lot of other entrepreneurs I've talked to who, I mean, most of them don't have a degree in what they're doing. Yeah. And being self-taught is something that you can feel self-conscious about, but actually it's like, no, well, that's actually amazing. Yeah. Like that you are you know, making a living and doing that Mm -hmm. and you learned it yourself. Yeah. I love how you're sharing that because, um, you know, when you, when you look at various situations, and I've mentioned this on a couple of the previous episodes that, that we've had too, that God will put us in through situations and each of those, there's different learnings and insights that we can often take with us as we move into the next season or stage of our life. And it's almost like you were gifted you know, with the ability to be creative. And the Lord said, I don't need you to go for school, what I've already planted in you. But what I do need for you is to get some basis and business foundations, because that is going to hold you through as you're building your business. But one of the things that I want to talk into, and you've already shared today, because this can often be a barrier, that we have an expectation, a worldly expectation, we need a degree. Yes, in some instances, we do. But when it comes to business, if I look at some of the most successful business owners, 
they actually failed at school. Some of them have now been um, diagnosed with dyslexia and, and, you know, what they would call um, a disability around learning, yet they have got the visionary or the ability to be visionaries and just get into action and use their gifts and strengths in a way that is supporting their clients, serving and supporting clients. So I think sometimes we need to reframe and just remind ourselves, hey, we we serve and, and love a living God who has created us. So he knows us better than we know ourselves. He's equipped us with gifts, a personality, life experiences, and has called us in a certain direction. Why would I doubt where I am today because of a piece of paper and expectations that the world puts on us? And when we realize that, then we can just wholly and solely go, you know what, I'm committing to this because this is where I, I really need to be. So that's what I'm, I'd imagine now that you've gotten there. And this might be a journey that you continue to do because often what I find is where we doubt will often be where the, the enemy continues to poke you, you, you know, and tries to remind us, see, but that's where we've got to go, uh-uh liar get out this is where the lord wants me to be so what have you started to notice let's talk a little bit about some of the work that you're doing and now of course getting specific about who we're called to serve and perhaps you want to share your journey and and how you've gotten even more specific around your ideal clients and who you serve and support yeah um i'm sorry my my daughter was knocking on the door and distracting me a little um yeah so i've I actually did not catch all the question. I'm sorry. Would you no, that? that's fine. So obviously now that you recognize, you know what, I am where I need to be. I'm now using the design and creativity that I know that I've had right from a young child. And so working with clients, talking more into how you got um, more clear around the type of clients that you now serve. And so this is talking about who we were called mm-hmm. to serve. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um I did because I have my degree in nutrition. When I decided that I wanted to do brand and web design, I um, initially thought that I was going to work with health and wellness entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I started doing. Um, And I was working with a coach one-on-one. So I was really doing a lot of like business foundation stuff in that Mm -hmm. beginning. But even then, as I was trying to do market research and stuff, it just didn't you know, I wasn't as excited as I thought I would be about it. And um, I got to a point where I realized that I really did want to work with other Christian women in business. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I talked to a few different women, it was just like just having that connection of, um, you know, that common ground Mm -hmm. and both sharing the, um, that passion of like, this is what God's calling me to do. And it was just, um, something totally different. And, um, and I will say that it was also something that at first when I realized that I did not want to do <laughs> because it was very outside of my comfort zone because, mm-hmm. um, like I kind of commented before I was newer in my faith at that point, And it really, um, I mean, this, this past year being in business, like I didn't realize how much it was going to grow my own personal faith. And so that was kind of one of the first steps of like, all right, I want you to work with other Christian women in business. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Like, I don't know how I feel about, you know, really publicly like sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm so glad I did that because I just, I kept getting these nudges. And finally Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you know, so I messaged my coach and I made that pivot. Yeah. Um, 
And so, who yeah, knows, that's... maybe there are some Christian women in business who are also in the health and wellness uh, industry. You know what I love about that, and I, I often will joke about that with my youngest daughter because she's got a beautiful singing voice. And I remember many, many years ago, my sister-in-law said to her, Nikki, you, need, you should go and sing on the worship team at church. No, not doing that. Fast forward three or four years later, not only is my daughter singing, but she's also playing guitar and every now and again the keyboard and she did the the, the uh, guitar and she led the worship and team for Sunday. And what we all often joke with her is never say never to the Lord because he'll say, mm-mm. But it, there's a journey, obviously. There's a strengthening in confidence and, and obviously the confidence that we know we can get in it and through him. And uh, so it's interesting. And sometimes it's a journey, definitely a journey. And I'm sure if you look back, you know, the decisions or the clients that you worked with, even though they weren't your ideal clients, it's still within that work that you did continue to hone your craft, hone your offering, and then get in even clearer on who you did want to work with. And so often we can look at circumstances and, and, and situations and look at them with regret, but actually they were a building, they were building a stepping stone upon which you would take that next step. Can you look back? I mean, I know that you said you've been in there for a year, but so often as we're learning and growing, it's the learnings that we've done when we look back to see how much clearer we are now. I'm, I'm sure you're in that situation now, yes? Yeah. And I mean, even as you were saying that, like I didn't actually, my, my very first client was um, a Christian woman in business, but I was, but she was doing health and wellness. So I was yeah. thinking that was my yeah. pivot. So I really have been working with ideal clients from yeah. the beginning. Um, and I was going to say, when you made that comment about your daughter, it's funny because when I started doing this, both of my parents separately you know, at different times told me, they were like, yeah, we said you should have done graphic design. <laughs> like they, they had been telling me, you know, when I was like a senior in high school, like, yeah. oh, why don't you do graphic design? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, we knew that all along. And parents, you should have listened to us. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. It's funny to hear uh, that now. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I tell you what, I think because I mentioned before, you know, obviously there were things that you learned through the studies that you did do that had you not done, um, there would have been huge gaps there in, in your knowledge and awareness. So I, I'm, I'm sure that you are thankful that you've gone through and did those studies. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, I mean, first of all, I learned a ton about nutrition, which mm. obviously helps me and, and my daughter, but, um, but I had to do, you know, I had to do public speaking. I had internships where I really, um, had to take the lead and mm. like take control of, you know, going into these facilities and working in the kitchen and leading people. And, and that was very much um, new to me and really did help me with confidence and speaking. Um, and there was just, you know, so much growth that I am very, very grateful. And anytime anyone asks me some sort of question about, you know, would you go back and change? I'm like, no, because mm. I can always see, you know, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can see like the different things that you learn from the different chapters. Yeah. Um, which I always think is really cool to look back that. Yeah. And, you know, kind of reflect on what you learned in each thing. Each different. Yeah, thing. each situation, each circumstance. I think also in business, it's it's 
it's one of those things we continue to grow we continue to evolve we continue to get clearer on certain things and it's not that something is incorrect or wrong but it's rather it's it's no longer relevant you know and I think often as business owners and this is the greatest lesson that I've learned as well is that be okay with failure and often in school we're taught failure oh it's not an option it's either correct answer or wrong answer there's no gray you know but in business um and often we do need to take risks often we do need to to go in directions that we may not be clear of of course as christian business owners we always need to bring things to to prayer and and seek his counsel so that he can bless it but there are situations that things will will turn out but and i can look back and now say hindsight's the greatest teacher at the time wasn't so good but I can now turn around and say some of my greatest failings have become my greatest lessons but within Mm -hmm. that there needed to be forgiveness within that there needed to be a a real commitment to seeking him first um, rather than rushing off you know we're talking about going back to that surrendering control and once you get to that point then you realize that you really can walk together. You know, I love the other day I was thinking, you know, the Lord walks beside you, behind you, in front of you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you just continue to keep focused on him and, and, you know, bring things to prayer all the time, that um, even in, in the situations that things happen that didn't quite turn out as expected, it's okay. You know, I've got a colleague, actually a client of mine, who says the greatest lessons in the in in uh, are in the greatest of failings too, and so that you know, oh, this is going to be the greatest lesson. Haven't learnt quite what it is yet, but I know it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and I also I've heard recently um, a quote along the lines of just that you you make decisions based on what you know at the time, yes. which you know that helped me, you know, just give myself grace because I you know we all have decisions where it's like of course I wouldn't change how things happen otherwise I wouldn't be here but at the same time you can be you know yeah feel like oh why did I do it the way or why didn't I you know really listen to God and take the time to um seek his direction but it really is you know we learned a lesson and that's what we knew at the time and Mm. you know we can only move forward yes I love that and you're really living out uh, what it is that you say and that you serve to, to you know clients in and that is when our brand represents who we really are we genuinely start to attract the people that we're meant to serve so can you look back uh, on the time where you did start to you know what I'm going to allow um, who I really am to, to come forward in the way that I'm communicating in, in the work that I do that you're starting to attract more of your ideal clients I want you to speak a little bit more into that because I think sometimes and this is some something that maybe you find in the work that you do with with the, your clients the women in business sometimes we don't get clarity around what that is and so the reason why we struggle to uh, you know with our message and our branding and who we really are it's because we haven't taken the time to define and get clarity around that would you is that something that you've noticed with with a number of your clients too yeah definitely and that's something that I mean, when I'm doing a brand design, like I make it clear, um, especially, you know, more recently, like in my messaging, like that's really important to be clear on before Mm. you do the design, because so many people associate, you know, your brand with the visuals, which, um, you know, the the brand design is really fun. And so people want to jump to that. But um, 
I mean, most of my clients have been, you know, fairly clear on their ideal clients, but I have had a few where I've had to, you know, jump on a call with them and be like, Mm -hmm. all right, let's talk about this because, um, because when you are really specific about that, like that just gives you the freedom to just kind of relax and be Mm -hmm. yourself. And that was something that I really noticed when I realized that I could talk about my faith because I didn't feel like I was watering down my message and Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was trying to show up as this like hip health and wellness brand or I don't know you know like we we have this idea of what we would like to be like and I think um when you get online it's like tempting to just kind of like put on this new persona of you know no one knows me and but I think it's hiding the light hiding the light I'll share something and I think I've I've shared this a couple of times on other shows not for a while this came this became so apparent to me I was sitting next to a a young woman who just gotten into business she'd probably been 12 18 months she was this bubbly young woman and she leaned over to me probably 10 15 minutes into the conversation and she said to me I'm actually a Christian and I recall going wow now our conversation can go to a whole new level. And there was something that just lit up inside me. And, you know, she's been on the show and everything. But, and it wasn't till later and I thought, what actually happened? It was like we're <laughs> dulling down who we really are and just walking through this world. And then as Christians, we are supposed to be the light and, and you know, the salt and light of this earth on this earth. And it's like, wow, am I hiding that? Which was one of the reasons why I decided to create Christian Entrepreneurs because I can just let loose, you know, we can just talk with other faith uh, and, and other yeah. Christian business owners as well. But it's interesting, isn't it? Are we hiding parts of ourselves um in in what we do and that's something i think every single one of us has to ask and the answer is going to be different um mm-hmm. for each of us we need to to take that to prayer but i'd imagine that now that you've given yourself permission and you've really stood into that then it just makes sense and it just fits perfectly yes it does yeah it it absolutely makes sense and i've had Um, moments like that I love that you share that story because it is like what is this like as soon as like oh you're Christian I'm Christian like yeah like like, and and I get to do that with every single woman that I work with because we're all Christian women in business and um, a lot of the women that I work with are moms like there's just so much in common that Mm. like it feels like all my clients that I work with like they all become my friends like I feel like I'm just like hanging out with friends like like it's so much fun and that's what you know it really should be um but you know I I don't think everyone really takes the time to you know realize that first Mm. of all you you just get in this zone of like just kind of taking on the clients as it comes and who's in front of you Mm -hmm. but um I mean, having ideal clients is just so much fun. Yeah. And you know, yeah. And I know in some conversations that I've had with business owners is that they may not necessarily work with other Christians in in business or if they're dealing with consumers directly, that those consumers Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily Christians either. But I think, you know, we we know that, you know, we're called to be, uh, you know, exceptional in our services and our business that we deliver. I mean, what would Jesus have wanted us to do? I think some Sometimes in how we approach our business and just how we react and respond, how we deal with clients can speak louder than if we were having a conversation directly about the Lord, of course. And, and that can be what we are called to, to, to do in our work. 
I think, and can be yeah. the biggest um, door opener, if you will, or opportunity for us to share. If someone says to you, what is it about you? You know, mm-hmm. um, that, and, and actually a couple of women who we meet regularly every fortnight to do some Bible study in uh, together, and they're also women in, in business who are Christians, um, will often say sometimes, you know, we might be able to say to people, you know, one of the, 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 the greatest things that I do, the most powerful things that I do is prayer. May I pray for you? You know, that could be something that we can do um, to be able to, yeah, just, just, yeah, bring part of what we know to be true to them too if they've not yet ha- ever had that experience. So, again, whatever that is for us, we need to seek him first and then ask him for his guidance. And, um, you know, and sometimes we don't ask because we know we're going to get an answer and the answer may not may have us stepping out of our comfort zone. Um, yeah. But, um, and that's what, <laughs> when you said that comment, um, that's what is so important. It, like there's no right answer. You yeah. know, it's not every Christian, you know, course not every christian in business needs to work with other christians like it is so different for every person it's just so important to really um you know give yourself space to like what is right for me and what Mm. do i feel like god's telling me to do and it is funny because a lot of women that i've talked to that um like they wanted to work with christians and they're trying to make it work but really god's calling them to do the Mm. opposite or vice versa because like you said it really is like um, he does take us out of our comfort zone. With yeah, that absolutely. And it's kind of like I need you to be part of me, need you to build connections with other people because how else are they going to hear or even experience um, one of my children or my love but through one of my children out there. So, um, yeah, that's um, that's one something that a journey that we all have to walk individually. But, of course, as we said and as you said so beautifully, seek him first. And, and you'll certainly um, to be d- directed. So, Natalie, share with us, please. How can people get in contact with you? Yeah. So, I am. Um, as far as social media, I am only on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Instagram person. <laughs> so, I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm Natalie Arndt Design. Um, I've got a little Facebook community that's called Rooted in Faith for mm-hmm. other Christian women in business. Um, and then also my website is NatalieArndt.com, where oh, you can lovely. find me. Fantastic. So again, you know, connect um, with Natalie and especially if you're a woman in business who's looking for some brand identity and and website, uh, certainly. Uh, We're, of course, streaming live into our Facebook, Natalie. So would love you to maybe go in there and just leave in one of the comments the links that you mentioned, because that would be great for people to be able to click through and connect with you. Now, one of the things um, that I do with every show is just to finish with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today, Natalie? Yeah, of course. Fantastic. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Natalie today, that she could share her journey and her testimony. Father, we just ask that for people who are listening and watching today, that they can um, take with them the the insights that you would speak into their life. Father, when we're thinking about businesses and, and our identity and who you have called us to serve, so often as we discussed today, and Natalie reminded us of today, we can go ahead and and run ahead and make decisions without really bringing them to uh, to you first. So, and we're sorry for that, and and we ask that um, you'll help us to to do that more steadily and earnestly. 
and so that we can really create businesses that honor you in every way. Father, we just want to uphold Natalie and her business and the clients that she is working with in prayer. Will you continue to bless her work? Will you continue to bless the work that her clients are doing as well? And we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure. Um, I think it's great to be able to share stories and journeys so often. And I'm sure you get the same with the clients that you um, work with as well, that so often we're walking similar journeys. And just being able to share that can be such a a comfort. I think that I'm not the only one that's struggling with that. But then helping us to be equipped, you know, by hearing, what did you do? What were some Bible verses? That's one thing that I didn't ask you. Do you have a favorite Bible verse that you, that you turn to regularly that, that you find gives you comfort, that, that empowers and inspires you? Yeah. Um, Jeremiah 29 11 is one that's always been, um, just personally like very, um, very important to me um and also more recently um matthew i think it's matthew 7 11 about how god loves to give us good gifts and if Mm. we you know if we as parents who are you know human and flawed love to give our children gifts like how much more does he love to give us good gifts if we ask him yes um that's something that i've really been meditating on yeah i love that and if we you know again feeling worthy not from a prideful sense But yeah, I mean, how often are we blocking our gifts that the Lord is giving us because we don't believe that we deserve him? But, you know, Mm -hmm. again, turn to him and say, yes, I want to bless you with this. I love that. I'm so glad that you you shared that. And and again, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.